What up, guys? Welcome to the Success Trajectory Podcast. My name's T.O. Bogdan. I'm a retired engineer, entrepreneur, investor, and huge car enthusiast. We will be talking about real estate, investing, personal development, and what I and my guests have done to build the life that we want on our own terms. My goal is to help people find their own path to their own success trajectory. Let's get started. So you're moving and you're moving out of your house, right? And you're looking to decide if you want to either sell your house or make it a rental, right? Because you're buying a new house or whatever the reason is, right? And again, it all depends on your situation and your goals. And there's like a hundred million different scenarios here, but just kind of some things to consider, right? Um, I'm kind of biased and I would always say rent it unless you'd be losing money. Like let's say your mortgage and taxes and everything is like 1500 and you can only get like a thousand in rent, which would be a terrible house to buy. But let's just say that's your case. Um, sell it because <laughs> you don't want that makes a terrible rental. Um, and mostly if selling it breaks even or even if you don't break even, just sell it because that sounds like awful. Mostly if you can sell it. Um, renting offers cash flow monthly, right? So the way I look at it is that most people, like they have a house and that's like an asset, right? And as long as they rent it and they're, let's just say they're making like $500 a month and they use the house. I guess what I'm trying to get at is if they sell, if they sell the house and get like a lump chunk of money, they're probably not going to get the same return on a rental than or doing anything else with their money other than keeping the house as a rental. Maybe, right? Again, it depends on the situation, but that might be true most of the time. <laughs> um, so. The reason I also say to keep it as rental is they're not making any more land, right? If your house is in a good city, it's in a good area, that area is always going to be good, no matter what, right? Historically, we can kind of tell the areas that have always been good and will always continue to be good. And if it's densely populated and in high demand, that means you're always going to get good tenants, right? Um, and again, maybe selling is good because you get to use get like a huge lump sum, right? Um, some other things to consider is depending on how much equity. So let's say you bought the house for a hundred and you sell it and you make like 250, that $150,000 gain is like free money that's not taxed as long as you lived in the house for long enough. You can still rent the house out. I, there's like a rule. If in the last five years, if you lived in the house for like two years or three years of the last five years, then it's not taxed. So you could technically rent the house for like a year or two and see if it um, if it works out and then still sell it and you still have that tax deferred. Obviously ask a CPA because I don't even know the years, but I know it's something out there that you can do something like that with. Um, you gotta, obviously, if you're not going to get into this like full time, you should probably get a property manager and make sure you get a good property manager and you're still gonna have to deal with tenants, mostly if you have a rental, well, use both for rentals. Um, 
also your emotions, right? So if this is the house that you lived in, um, a lot of people get emotionally attached to things. And I think it would be very hard if you get a tenant in there that doesn't take very good care of it. Um, you got to take that into consideration. Because um, a lot of people do think about it emotionally. If you look at it just like a business transaction and whatever, right? Shit happens. Uh, so that's like another way. And then obviously if you just sell it, you get your money and you're done with it, right? But I'm always a fan of rentals and I always would... Well, I wouldn't suggest because I wouldn't tell anyone what to do with their stuff. But um, if it was me, other than if it's like, if you're living in like a million dollar house, then like obviously like it's not worth it. But if you're living in like a house, like a first time home buyer house in my market, that's like anywhere from, I don't even know anymore, but let's call it like a hundred to 150 or anything under a hundred at two, I guess. Um, maybe to 200. I don't even know what you consider a first time home buyer house, but First time home buyer house that you can rent all day and get good tenants in there and always, you know, sometimes when you get into like the bigger homes, it's not, um, it doesn't make sense, sense to rent it because let's say like on a $600,000 house, maybe you can only get like $4,000 a month, which that doesn't make sense, right? But if you have a $100,000 house, maybe you can get like a thousand to 1200. And that may work depending on taxes and insurance and like all this other stuff that goes into it. That's why I said like it really depends on your situation. Um, if you have a specific situation, um, I can kind of show you how I run my numbers and kind of show you how obviously my decision is probably going to be keep it as a rental. But <laughs> I would tell you both both sides of the, the coin. Yeah, that's how I say it. Both sides of the coin. So yeah, if you're trying to decide, if you're trying to you know, if you're moving and you're like, I don't know if I should sell this house or I don't know if I should, you know, whatever. And this is getting dragged on. But think about it this way. Let's say that you bought a house for like stupid cheap, like 50K back in like 2010. And now your house is worth like 250. You're like, yo, why would I want to leave 200 grand in there? That's dumb, right? And I agree with you. But what you can do is you can use that house as leverage, right? So you can use it, first of all, as a rental property and make crazy cash flow. But then you can also either do a cash out refinance on it or some banks will let you do like a home equity line of credit on rentals. Or you can do a home equity line of credit while you're living there and then move out, make it a rental. You got that home equity line of it's obviously not going to be for the $200,000, but whatever ends up being, let's say it's 150K, they can just use to, I don't know, buy some more rentals or whatever you do, right? Throw it in your business or whatever you decide to do. So I just think there's a lot of value in having a piece of something, right? In this case, a house that a bank will loan you money on. Um, it's just very usable. People can live in it, <laughs> you can make money off of it. It's just amazing, right? So this video is getting way too long. But if you're trying to decide to buy or sell, those are some of the things to kind of consider. And I guess if you have any specific questions, feel free to drop a comment or send me a message and I'll be glad to help you out. So, hope you have a great day. Hey, thank you for listening to the Success Trajectory Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about us. For more content, you can follow me on Instagram at RealTO Bogdan. And everywhere else, Facebook, 
LinkedIn, and YouTube, T.O. Bogdan. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.